Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, Lindsay and I are back for episode 37. Woot, woot. We are doing, where did I put the book? You'd think I'd lose my head if it wasn't attached to me. Okay, I found the book. Nice. Uh, we are doing um, a sci-fi book for the first time ever. I don't remember if I've ever actually read a sci-fi in my life, but we wrote, uh, not wrote, I wish, um, we read the book, The Martian by Andy Weir. I hope I got that right. Yeah. Um, and this episode, we're doing changing things up a little bit. And we are actually, instead of doing wine like we normally do, we're actually deciding to do craft beer this time around. So this episode's all about new Yay. changes, apparently. Lots well, of differences. Changes. Just differences. Yeah. Because as we mentioned in the last episode, if anyone that's listening, read or listened to the last episode, we had talked about like maybe doing, changing things up and like maybe doing some spirits and stuff and like those type of drinks. So we decided since we, our schedules just didn't line up this month, that we do it virtual for this one again, um, even though things every, everywhere is opened up in our province. So we decided to craft beer because that was another way to explore new things, but also still do things separately pretty easily. Yeah. Because no one wants to make a mixed drink by themselves. Exactly. We are leaving that for August when we will get together. But um, as I said, this month we did um, craft beer along with the sci-fi book, The Martian. So this month, how many more times am I going to say this month? (laughs) This episode, this month is called The Martian's Craft which Lindsay just cleverly came up with because I was just going to call it Martian. So I don't even think that. So applause to Lindsay. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. It was um, literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> There's rain from you. <laughs> um, but it actually worked really well, actually, considering the fact that they're, you know, in spaceships and they're kind of like aircrafts and everything. So yeah I didn't even think of that good one good one so um yeah so we that's the end of this episode and we'll do some housekeeping which is um if you guys want to know what we're currently bringing for the month or what we're just currently bringing in general even though yes we've been bad the last couple of weeks and even though I keep saying that we've been bad the last like probably three episodes (laughs) promise it'll get better (laughs) um is to follow us on booze and books podcast on instagram or you can follow us on our personal one kristen.s no you kristen.shu <laughs> and lindsay or lind.sed l-i-n-d dot s-a-i-d and the mine last name it starts with s-h-e-w for shoe um so why don't we get started with the craft beer i actually have no clue what kind you got so I'm enjoying. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a nice little surprise! Yay! How many did you That's get? It. I got three, and I oh. think I've heard of one of the places, but I don't, I've never heard of the other two. And I think they're all from Alberta. Ooh, okay. I got two. I know one is from Calgary here, um, and the other one I actually don't know where it's from. Oh, it's from BC. So, 
sort of local still. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I only got three because I got one black ale and then I wanted Ooh. to get some other. I couldn't just choose at all. I spent probably way too much time. Mm. <laughs> okay. It's so, okay. So three beers is what I came up with. So, nice. Well, I shall let you go first. What's your uh, selection? Well, I will start with, um, so I've actually had both of these, but they are my favorite craft beers. Uh, sorry, one is like my current favorite. One is like my longtime favorite. And I will start with my longtime favorite. So um, the brewery this is from is a Calgary-based brewery um, and it is called Village. And um, this, they have a lot of really great beers um, that are local to the city, um, but also sold throughout Alberta. Um, they have things like a, a nice wit, they have a nice IPA, they have a really great dark ale. Um, and then every year, mostly every year, they come out with a seasonal one. So the one I chose is Village Squeeze is what it's called. And it's a lemon berry um, flavored beer. And this one originally started as um, a kind of seasonal one and it ended up being really popular and they decided to bring it back. So it's now kind of on their regular rotation. Um, this guy is a, da, 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 what am I looking for? Percentage is 4.8% alcohol. Um, and it has some really great raspberries, lemon peel as well in there. So I'm gonna crack this bad boy. Oh, love that sound. Okay. Um, so since this is beer, this will probably be a little different, but it's definitely, so the beers I chose are on the lighter side. Um, I do mm -hmm. a lighter beer normally, very similar to my wine. Um, but uh, uh, normally I like like a wit. Um, some IPAs I like, I'm not the biggest IPA. Like I, I shouldn't say that. I like IPAs. I, I don't hate them. They're just not my like number one. Um, so let me try this. I don't even know what kind of beer this would be considered, um, but okay, doesn't even tell me. It's a light beer. Mm. Mm. Ah, tastes like summer. Uh, it you definitely taste the raspberries. It's pretty much like the predominant taste. So if you've ever had a, um, uh, um, if you are from Alberta or Calgary specifically, a Wild Rose Raspberry beer, it's very similar in taste to that. Um, so it's definitely fruity. It's not super sweet though. I definitely do not like sweet as we know. Um, so it's just more of like a refreshing amount of raspberries, uh, but not too like beer tasting. So very, very light. Um, I did not pour it, but it does have a little bit of a pinky color because of that raspberry um, lemon berry taste to it. But um, yeah, it's, it's like literally if you could think of a, a light beer that you would want on a summer day, this is what I think of. Um, the bottle or their cans are really cute. I got a four pack um, and they put a photo of one of their team members parents on these cans. Um, so on the front it says team member Nicole Romanow's parents and it's got a cute little picture of them. Um, and they kind of do like photos from kind of more 60s, 70s, 80s era um, in a black and white and they put that on all their cans. So um, yeah, you can check them out at villagebrewery.com if you want to learn more. 
Um, and yes, that is pretty much all I have to say about it. Like this, like I said, this is one of my favorites. So I did pick beers that I had had before. Um, so I'm kind of a sucker for this one. I would give this one like nine out of 10, honestly. Oh, we usually do it out of five. I would give it a 4.8 out of five. Um, so, uh, I'm probably going to down this four pack tonight and it will be long gone. So that is my first beer. Um, did you want to do a beer now? Sure. I have to say I, out of village, my favorite is the village Blacksmith. Oh, it's a really good darker beer. And like, it's like probably one of my favorite darker beers. Yeah, you, it's definitely really like kind of heavy. So you kind of have to enjoy your dark beers because it's full on black. So good. But speaking of really dark beers, (laughs) um, I, one of the ones I got is, um, it's called that annex ale project oh they are from Calgary, um, i believe they they are all the mm-hmm. actually i checked all of them are from two of them are from calgary one's from edmonton nice so this one is the can is a little confusing because i don't really know what's just like all of it but it says annex ale project and then it says zeno sign so it's an american black ale um like i said it's from calgary um so oh zeno sign american black ale so okay there's separate word a little bit so it said feel that oh that's just time (laughs) time's grip tightening don't worry this black ale will help loosen its hold at least for a pint dark as the shadows time casts on everything this ale boasts a clean balance and a solid citrus pop so if you um oh so annex ale project curious unconventional and always experimental this is a beer that we want to make pushing boundaries for beer drinkers and big thinkers so if you want to check them out their uh website is annexales.com or you can get them on social at at or, sorry, at and uh, <laughs> oh, annex uh, ales sorry annex ales i don't know why i just like couldn't get past and on that but i'm trying to literally just said it but um yeah so unlike the blacksmith which is like basically purely black this one i would say is like a dark brown mm. um it kind of reminds me of like coke can you pour it i just poured like little samples into some glasses um so yeah it's yeah it looks like coke like that kind of dark brown mm-hmm. um the smell is a little on the kind of like citrus hoppy side mm, let's see what it tastes like so like most dark beers it's kind of got like that like chocolate mm-hmm. um robust that's like nutty kind of taste to it yeah not so much nutty but i'm not used to tasting beer and like examining it <laughs> i'm used to this oh let's put a little bit more in there just so i can get more of a thing i don't really taste the citrus as much as i smell it you smell it more than you taste it Fair. it's actually really good it's not as heavy 
in drinking is I would say the black smokers. Okay, black smokers, I think, is way more heavy. Um, I probably would still not really drink it when I eat a meal, just because dark beers to me personally, I just get full more faster. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I'd say it's kind of like more on the chocolatey, hinty side with some citrus notes to it and a little bit of pop, like some pops to it. Ooh, it sounds good though. It's, it's like a pretty standard smooth, um, less in your face black ale compared to um, your blacksmith. Uh, blacksmith's like black ale. Sure. Uh, okay yeah this one's this one's deep dark brown <laughs> oh yeah in my opinion other people might disagree with me but <laughs> I'm gonna stick with it so yeah no I would quite like it nice um out of five I'd maybe give it a three three point five okay fair especially if it was like in a pint glass and I didn't just pour a little bit out of it and uh, it was a little colder yeah but nope I quite like it I'd definitely buy it again nice um did you want to go next sure um so my second one um lately I've been into sour beers and so strange for me but I just I'm in love with them lately. I don't know why. So mine's got a bit of a flavoring to this one as well. Um, it is from Moody Ales, which is from Port Moody, BC. Um, and this is a lavender sour beer. So right now, honestly, if you ask me to go pick up some beer, uh, this is the beer I'm picking up. I'm in love with it. 4.9 out of five. I already tell you that. Um, it's a Groot style ale with lavender. The lavender is not super overbearing, which is the way lavender should be. It's a 4.9% alcoholic beer. Um, oh boy. It's light for sure. Um, but I know sour beers are kind of strange. Not everyone likes them. So, um, take this with a grain of salt. If you are already not into sour beers, you're probably not going to like this one. Um, it does have quite a bit of that sour beer taste. Um, but like as I'm smelling it, as I'm opening it, all I'm smelling is lavender, like really nice, like almost like a creamy lavender. If you've ever had like a lavender latte, kind of how it smells, but cold and in beer form, I guess. Um, mm. Oh, it's just so good. Um, when you're tasting it though, you're only getting a little hint of that lavender kind of towards the beginning, definitely towards the end. Um, and just like a normal light sour beer would taste. So you've got some other fruity notes in there, um, kind of some lemony taste, obviously, because it's sour, citrusy, um, but really, really just, I still find it refreshing. Um, I think the lavender just kind of tones it down a bit, which is nice. Um, I've had like other lavender or other sour beers lately. Um, I had this one and I cannot remember for the life of me what the flavoring was. Um, definitely not as good though. Like this has been the best sour beer I've had in a while or if ever so uh don't know what else to say the can is just very simple it's cream with like purple on the bottom um and with little stalks of lavender just kind of thrown in there um yeah bought a four pack of it again 
will for sure finish this. Uh, one of my faves. So loving it. <laughs> I have to say one, I do not like, I'm not a huge fan of sour beers. I haven't yeah. really drank a lot, but it's mainly because of the, the, yeah. Um, and I hate, <laughs> yeah. I hate, hate lavender. Oh, then you would hate this. This is not your beer. For sure it's not. <laughs> no, for sure it's not. Because I don't even like, I can't be around the smell. I hate anything. Oh, yeah. It just then, sucks no. that lavender is purple because I like purple. Oh, yeah. Because <sighs> uh, when you like go and like want to buy like, you know, nice smelling things, sometimes mm-hmm. lavender is like the nice purple and sometimes the shades of blue aren't the nicest or the shades of blue are like ocean or something stupid like that so it's kind of like coconut's always like the yellowish kind of color well fuck but say I love you um but yeah no I definitely I would try another sour beer but I for sure would not want to try it out oh fair (laughs) yes yeah yep that's right this is not the one lavender alone killed it yep that's fair (laughs) um so I guess my second one is called The Wolf, uh, Sea Change Brewing. Oh, wait. Sea Change, I think, is the brewing company. The Wolf Hazy Pale Ale, I think, is the name of the pale ale. It's, uh, (laughs) so the Annex one was a completely black can with, like, white, um, like, line designs and stuff all over the place. Um, Actually, I did not describe this at all. Um, it's kind of like sciencey. Um, there's the annex ones kind of got like a werewolf or some weird thing on the side. It's got a circle around it and a line through it, like uh, access denied for that kind of thing. But um, I can totally see someone getting the designs on like this can, like tattooed uh, yeah. on themselves. It's like those like line kind of ones. Um, so it's a really cool can the the sea change brewing one full black got gold writing on it it's got like a gold outline of a wolf on it that looks like it's growling with some spit coming out of it and it says great beer from right here so this one's albert edmonton unfortunately um albert or (laughs) no one likes edmonton from here um but so this one says on the side it says crush beers not dreams Ooh. ingredients alberta barley alberta wheat flaked oats hop water and yeast um, and then it also says unpasteurized and vegan friendly so um yeah nice that's yeah that's that's that one um so i poured it out i'm just gonna pour a little bit more <laughs> i can see where the haziness comes in it kind of reminds me of um, uh, kind of like one of those like really high IPA beers that you know is going to taste really citrusy. Yeah. Because like, excuse me, pale ales are unlike the when we taste wine. I feel like this is going to be a burping episode. So <laughs> excuse me, people. Um, lots of carbonation going on. So, just based off the coloring, it's like a pale yellow that does have, like, I get the hazy pale ale from it because it 
it, it's not a clear see-through pale ale that you, like the other one I have here or like a Heineken oh, no yeah. like that is like a standard what you would think a citrusy one would look like that's probably more higher on the IPA side yeah um smells more um citrusy for sure than the um annex one Mm, let's see what it tastes like see I get more like fruit flavors I don't get see I look at the beer maybe the Heineken I drank a little earlier killed my taste a little bit Mm -hmm. and the annex one but to me this one doesn't taste as citrusy as I expected oh okay Okay, just took some water just to try this again. Yeah, no, so I feel like it's either this beer is just not bringing out enough flavor, but it's got like a really like not in your face taste. Mm, okay. It's got more of a very subtle taste. So I'm just trying to figure out what fruit it tastes like. maybe like a peach oh interesting but it's like I don't know when you think citrus IPA craft beer especially like a pale ale pale ale still have taste to them but like this one's like got the hints to flavor but it's not really giving you the flavor so oh, okay it's very smooth. I can see someone drinking this super fast if it's yeah. auto and it's really cold. Like it doesn't taste bad. Like I'd still would, I maybe give it this one a three just because of the taste is like not super there for me, but like, again, circumstances, maybe the cans and like all that stuff. And like, I poured it in a glass and blah, blah, blah with the beer thing. Maybe something like that altered it a little bit, but yeah, let me just drink it out of the can. no not changing anything yeah it's just very it's pretty smooth it's not what I expect when I look at it from the beer glass I expect a little bit more of a kick to it It, so fair that's fair I'm judging a beer by how it looks compared to all the other beers I've had that look like that (laughs) so I'm not just judging a book by its cover today I'm judging a beer by its cover right Uh, so yeah um, so since I got a third one because I couldn't make up my mind, I'll go on to mine. Yay. Third one, excuse me. This one is from Calgary again. I just realized this one probably fits in really well with the book theme. And I just moved into that right now. So it's called Multiverse Tale from Zero Issue Brewery. Uh so it's literally a purple can, yeah, dark purple with these like pink uh, things coming at it. Uh, they kind of maybe look like the back of the, you know, the rockets, how like the back of the engine. Yeah. Kind of look like those. Those guys. And then there's like this guy standing in front of like a control board. Oh, interesting. And all these things are like, yeah, pointing at them. So it kind of fits with it, but 
So this is a pale ale. Um, and it's from Calgary. And it literally says nothing on it, except for let's do a shout out to the artist of the can, whose name is Scott A. Forth. Oh. Um, and you can follow them. Their website is zeroissuebeer.com. It says they're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, but I'm assuming you can probably just find them if you type in zero issue. <laughs> so, um, anyways, pale ale. Okay, so I poured it into the thing. It's obviously clear. It's pale ale. Um, it's more... Let's think of a beer that... It's a little more yellow in color than your standard Heineken. Okay. Heineken's a little lighter in the color of yellow. Yeah. This one's a smidgely darker, but not too much. Interesting. Um, again, why do craft beers kind of always taste citrusy or smell citrusy? They're amazing. It's weird. <laughs> they, all, they all have similar smells. But maybe it's just, I, maybe I just always pick up on the citrus and I just can't get past that with beers. I don't know. Maybe my nose is a little clogged. Who knows today? I don't know. They all kind of have different variances of the citrus smell. But, oh. See, this one gives me way more of a, kind of gives me like a dark ale aftertaste. Like that strong kind of like, in your face, dry kind of taste to it. Mm -hmm. That's a little bit heavier, okay. which is a little shocking when you look at the beer. You expect it to come more from a darker ale, not a pale ale. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe, maybe a little apricotty, maybe, but very, very, very like subtle. yeah <laughs> it's good again doesn't hold as much flavor to it I just get more of that intense like more aftertaste where it's like more of that heavier like um IPA I really suck at describing beers I really should look up no, the yeah, I know the I the next time right <laughs> um but like I don't know to me I can be I compare it towards this black ale, to be honest, with the like aftertaste I get. There. But the black ale gives me way more of a coffee chocolatey <coughs> other taste to it. Apparently I swallowed it wrong. <laughs> Anyways, I give up on trying to describe these beers. Anyone listening? I, we will look things up next time we do beers. <laughs> we Clearly, try. we're more wine drinkers. <laughs> we can describe those sh that shit to you very easily. Trying to talk about describe <laughs> these beers is kind of my element. And I didn't think to look it up. I thought it was going to be easy to describe things, but apparently not. We're fine. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I like it. I think you guys would like it. If you're from Alberta, I don't know if you'll uh, get anything from anywhere else, but 
definitely in Canada, you probably could get these craft beers, or at least if you're a neighboring province. Yeah, I don't think you'll get them in the states, to be honest. Yeah, but definitely recommend. Yeah, give them a try if you can. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely (laughs) recommend. So, okay, I give up. We can move on. Now I have to figure out what beer I'm going to have to drink them all now. Mm-hmm. They're all cracked open. I know. It's like, well, you've got three. I've got these two bad boys. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, yeah. Okay. So, I mean. Pour these back into these beer cans. What are you talking about? I'm trying to pour them back into the beer can. That's weird. I don't want to drink it out of the glass. Oh, okay. They can join its little friends in the Oh, my beer. Just kidding. I'm weird. No, it's good. It's all good. Um, okay, I'm good. This book. Yeah, this book. I like thoughts. <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. I know. I, I know. I, I loved it. It was better than I thought. Honestly, I really I tried to watch the movie like so long ago. And I yeah. couldn't get past like the first 10 minutes. I think I was just like, not me. I just wasn't feeling it. I feel, um, <laughs> so I was like apprehensive of the book more so because I was like, Oh, I wonder what it's going to be like. Um, but Holy cow. Like it was really funny. Mark is the way he wrote Mark's character. He's just so funny when he's talking in his point of view. And like, I like commend him for his hilarity while he's, literally possibly dying in space <laughs> so i know right i'm like not many people probably could do that right and i was just like yeah when i was reading it i was like okay first couple pages it's like i can get behind this guy i was like i probably would be freaking out right and cursing the people that left me but he's like I don't blame them. I know, which is I'd be like, bitches, take my dead body. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I feel the same. Like it's kind of like, well, you gotta do what's best for like the the group and clearly like save the masses they had to leave. So like a gap why he was forgiving. But still. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no forgiveness. (laughs) But yeah like obviously I do get it but yeah I'm just like no don't leave him but uh yeah no it was just like him talking from his point of view like I do have to say that it was sometimes a little difficult to read the book just in the sense of they threw a lot of scientific yes yes facts at you I we talk about how hard it is when we start reading fantasy books about keeping track of people's names and shit oh my gosh I feel like that's way easier to fucking remember 100% that the shit in this book I was like wait what's the difference between like oh I know MD I know uh, and the MAV uh, and the like ha- HAV have um, or have and then the EBAs I know I'm like I, and then the have, what 
So in my head, the hab was just like a dome thing. Yeah, same. <laughs> there. That's how but I like, pictured it too. Well, and then like obviously the rover is like easy to remember but yeah. at the same time I'm like trying to think of what it would probably look like even though they described it I was still having some struggles honestly some of the stuff I was just like struggling and then they're talking about like eagle eye three Saturn probe yeah and then, and then what the hell is J JLP or something oh J uh JPL yeah, like, no did idea. they ever, did I, I miss no it, idea. what it stands for? No, okay. I have no idea. I was like, did I miss this? Because I don't remember them describing what that stands right? or stood for. And then it's, like, Capcom and, like, fucking shit. And I'm like, okay. I, maybe this is why I don't go near sci-fi. <laughs> I know. Well, that, and, like, that was the thing. Like, that's kind of where I got like my eyes would glaze over when I was like oh my gosh this is getting technical or when he would talk about like all the botany stuff and like um any sort of like engineering things I was just like what but also like like I feel like I could just very easily read over that and then suddenly be like okay I still get what's going on I guess but I like it was super confusing I didn't even try to like like pause and figure out what he was talking about I just like flew right through it oh, just yeah. being like okay it's something you had to yeah you had to otherwise you'd be sitting there for five hours trying yeah. to google you'd have to google right this shit and like <laughs> I was just like I don't, I don't understand what they're saying and then like just and then just like the days and how they're different there yes. so they're called soul yes or whatever that took me forever to figure out like what they were I was I just thought it was like a log and then I was like oh this is a day yeah because he mentions it you know some point at the beginning yeah I was just like and he was like yeah souls are like um I think 18 or whatever hours long or fuck I don't even remember there's so many scientific facts in this book yes like I don't remember anything I feel like I should remember some of this shit because I feel like if I sprung the shit out, especially like the hydrogen and CO2 and like all that stuff, I feel like I'd have a party trick here. Right? It's like just throwing out these like facts. (laughs) Did you know you can do this? Right? But you might blow things up. (laughs) Yeah, like legit. (laughs) But yeah, you'd have to like... Yeah, I honestly like you said like you tried watching the movie I don't think I tried watching the movie ever I remember seeing the like the first beginning part and then him getting hit by the antenna and then them not being able to see him where he was I think in the movie they didn't think he was dead they just well they assumed he was dead because they couldn't see or hear him because the windstorm was so bad they couldn't see really anything so they had to leave and then he woke up went into the hab pulled out and stitched himself up and then I think I stopped watching it shoot and and I think I stopped watching it because I was like supposed to be going somewhere else and I think it was just like on tv like after I was watching something and I was just like well like I'll just honestly I don't remember 
I just remember that part. But I remember I had to turn the TV off for some reason. So fair, fair. Yeah, that's all I remember. But <laughs> I need to. I kind of want to rewatch it though now. I know, I know it's probably going to be so different. Yeah, I'm happy that I never actually watched the book because or <laughs> watched the movie because I don't know if like. It would have. I don't know if they would have brought out the funniness yes, as much. I agree. As like, you get from the book. I feel like I don't feel like I ever for a second thought that that movie was gonna be funny. So it'll be interesting to watch it to see if Matt Damon like actually brings out the like hilarity that Mark has and just like the overall like cynicism that he portrays in the book. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I agree. So for some reason. I forgot it was Matt Damon was his name. Like I should know this concerning the fact that I'm a huge born identity oh, fan. There you go. But for some reason I can get my mind past Mark Wahlberg. Oh. I was like, sweet. They guys Mark played a Mark. <laughs> Deaf is wow. Matt Damon. Kristen, Kristen, Kristen. I'm like, Mm-mm. I love Matt Damon though. I don't know why I like got that mixed up. I'm still trying to figure out this little hours compared to like earth i can't let this go people no it's like it's ingrained in me that i need to figure this out wait also, what are you looking for how many years oh or hours or whatever is a a soul soul day? oh i could google it you know like an old person i'm literally sitting next to like two devices but am I? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking it up. 24 hours, 39 minutes. Oh, so it's only 39 minutes longer than our normal yeah, day? Oh, yeah. that's exciting. Okay. I thought it was going to be a little different. Okay. Well, where is I going to go with this? I was going to go somewhere else. Oh, fuck. Where is I going to go? Oh, my God. So one of the funny parts that I like that was funny he's like he's like I don't give a fuck or I'm gonna not say it verbatim obviously but he was like I don't give a fuck about the baton 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 thank you um stay down like at NASA he's like I'm the smartest botanist on this planet I'm like dude you're the only person (laughs) right the smartest one there (sighs) damn Little things like this, and then I know he's like, How are the Cubs? And then, oh, yeah, yeah, um, he asked him about uh, some something like was on the fritz. I'm never gonna remember all these specific facts because there's so many scientific and naming things I'm never gonna wrap my head around. But like, there's one moment where he's like, They told me to sit tight, it's gonna take them five hours, tell me not to take it apart. So fuck it, I'll take it apart. Takes it apart because <laughs> they're like they told him that he'll die if he does, and then he like takes it apart. And he's like he tells them that he took it apart and fixed it, and they're like all they responded back was dick. I was like yes, <laughs> I like this guy. Oh yeah, yeah, he was definitely really funny. I liked like his little commentaries and like his little like soul logs. <laughs> the best I think of the book for sure. I think near the beginning, um, where was it? <laughs> I'll eventually run out of food and starve to death. So yeah, I'm fucked. Yep, yep. 
But there was that last part of one of the logs, and I thought it was kind of funny. He's like, so let's get back to the important part. Oh. But one of them was like, I wonder how the Cubs are doing out of nowhere. Oh, why can't I ever find things when I want anything to be in here? Sorry, guys. I like am like on this mission to find things today, apparently. And you all have to go along with me on this entire situation. Because I'm not going to let anyone out of my grasp on this. Uh, anyways, well, I find that little part. Um, oh, yeah, this is going to do with, like, uh, his hate of disco music. I know. Also, who disco music? I'll I know. Who right? likes disco music? I kind of do, like, in a weird way. I really like disco era music, I feel. I think you're on your own on that one. Uh, apparently. At least for me, I am not a disco fan. Nope. Well, shucks. I think it's... So... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know if I would ever read many more sci-fi books ever unless I was like I knew they like they had like a lot of backing behind like this one did um just because I feel like this one like just had like space and stuff's cool and I like watching like those kind of movies like the hidden figures and stuff like that like those are around space and stuff like those are fun yeah I don't understand half the shit that they're fucking talking about right because like I'm not even on their brain level of like IQ but uh, I don't know I know not all sci-fi books are going to be like this and I think it's a very specific genre for people to read yeah legit and yeah so like unless you'd have to literally someone that reads sci-fi all the time would literally have to like be like this one's good and this is why I think you might like it and then I'd have to go based off recommendation because like, I guess we went off this on recommendation, but this one also kind of had um, a little bit more of a backing too because it was made into a movie and like all that stuff. So I think it helped that way, but. Fuck, yeah. I don't know. Like he, read, he wrote something else that's at the back of the book. Wait, what? Oh yeah, I forgot. Did you, I never asked this. Did you, um, I know the last book because we usually compare things so versus like reading it versus audio did you do audio or did you actually read the book uh this one I actually read it I didn't buy like a paper copy I I borrowed it from like my electronic library okay so at the back of my book because I like went out and bought it which isn't more annoying because I couldn't find um just like a bigger like it's one of those mass um oh, mass extra one yeah mass, mass copies paper. or whatever they're called yeah yeah mass paper copy that's it so it's like it's over 400 pages but you know it's not literally over 400 pages because it's tiny and the printing's pretty big but uh it's still obviously well over 100 or 300 but um at the back it says new from andy weir and it's called hail mary 
So it says a lone astronaut must save the earth from disaster in this incredible new science based thriller from uh, author The Martian. Oh. So it goes into, I think it's like the first chapter of that. So I guess maybe I can uh, give that, see the synopsis, maybe give that one a try, but I think I might stick to my thrillers and I know to see in chiplets. I I'm like it was it was the more fictitious like fiction novel parts of the book were what really made it for me. Um, more so than yeah the sci-fi portion of it. I'm not a big like I like space. I think it's interesting, but I'm not like a big space fan in general. So like I thought it was like definitely very exciting, and there was lots of like. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like lots of um, action and it was kind of like a roller coaster because I was like in in a good way. Like I really, sometimes I hate books that jump around from different points mm-hmm. and like points of view, points of time, different styles. But I thought like Andy Weir did a really good job of just like making this one work super well. Like I like that he started out like on Soul 6, I think is where it starts. And then he... It's from Mark's point of view. And then we're talking about post like um, storm and post everyone leaving Mars except for or leaving him behind. And then it like we hear from Mark for quite a bit and then we jump to earth and then we're finding out like when, oh, what was her name? Not Annie. Oh dear. Oh, we're talking about Mindy. Mindy. When Mindy like, Sees. Well, it starts with um, Kapoor. Oh, Kapoor. Yeah, Kapoor. Ben. Yeah, yeah. Bank or something like that. Venkat. Yeah. Right. And then like Teddy, I think is yeah Venkat. Um, and then Teddy, I think is. It's also kind of confusing because like Teddy's character is, um. It tells you what it is. Give me a second. I'm in that vicinity. Um, the measure. Uh, okay, so Venkap is the director of Mars Mars operations, mm-hmm. and then the other guy is um, administrator of NASA. NASA. He's. But it sounds like he's Teddy. He's his boss. Sorry, Teddy is Kapoor's boss. I know, but it just. When you hear a ministry of NASA compared to op- like director of operations yes. of yes. Mars or whatever. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> like, sounds different. So like when he, like when you read that part of it, like, you know, right off the bat that Teddy's like his superior. Yes. But just the titles with NASA yeah. in NASA are kind of confusing. But exactly. then, yeah, it goes to like Mindy, who's like, I'm just imagining this like, chick just sitting there being like i'm bored out of my fucking mind right most of Jesus. And then has to call this guy it sounds like out of his bed in the middle of the night <laughs> to come to see like images and she's like i obviously need to like make sure it's like legit yeah <laughs> fuck so i i thought that was kind of funny and then she's like they pull her into the meeting a little later and like that mark guy from uh I don't remember like the communication side of things where they talk to the people on the spaceships and stuff 
and she's like who the fuck are you right and and I was like oh that's harsh I know (laughs) like are you a director and she's like no No. (laughs) and then he was like did you just get promoted like are you promoting people now just because they like do like whatever and it's like dude I like how Ben was like like dude you're making her fucking feel bad yes yes yeah and he's like oh sorry (laughs) I didn't think about that I I think it it helps too because like you think of NASA as like I guess Hidden Figures kind of did a little bit too with like their portrayal of people that work at NASA a little bit. Yeah. Um, but like as much as the fact that we would probably classify them as big nerds and like all that stuff and super smart people, um, <laughs> these guys are very like straight to the point, no oh, bullshit, yeah. will oh, speak yeah. their mind, swear a lot. I'm like, I can like feel like I can just like listen to you guys just chit chat for a while. Legit though. Legit. I like I like how Mark was like swearing and Cap was like, uh stop the swearing. <laughs> like and then like as things continue, like he's still swearing and they like kind of like swear back at him. I'm like this is quite entertaining. Right. Like, well, he may die, so let him have his swear words. <laughs> but yeah, no, I quite enjoyed it. Like, I did too. I did too. It was a while. For well, being what it is, I think that Andy Weir definitely made a, like a normal standard like sci-fi book that most people probably would have picked up way yes. more, more entertaining because of the fact that like he made the main character so personable. Like, yeah, he knows all the science and that kind of like went a little bit over my head, but he was funny in yeah. how he like viewed things and like all that stuff. And then when he's interacting with the people of the space, uh, like at NASA and like NASA and how they interact with each other and all that stuff, I was like, I was like, I could totally like, this is why I'm intrigued to see how the movie goes because like I was just going to literally say like I want to see what this would turn like into a movie yeah I have that and I'm really hoping that it's going to have like those funny elements to it because I feel like they needed to make it funny fair fair like to show his personality because I think that's one of the biggest things that probably grabs people into this book is the humor yeah and like the like the smart ass comments the sarcasm like all this shit right yeah like it I think that makes it a little bit more relatable for people oh yeah for sure as opposed to just like sci-fi shit going all over the place right so that's my opinion I liked it me too I'd recommend it to other people same same. Um, I would not recommend it to someone that doesn't really read that often that doesn't no agreed yeah yeah it's a good book for sure like well very well written like he's able to write like from the point of view of mark but also very much like write very well um like when we're seeing all the other characters involved and like talking about more of the meat of the story so um yeah i really liked it okay so i'm reading the back of his thing because i was like okay this guy I was when I was reading the book and I like I started off and it's like all the like text like a spaceship and like the CO2 and like all this stuff yeah I was like okay like 
in my head, like you've seen movies and stuff where, and you've heard authors say, like, depending on what they're doing, like writing novels on, they have to do so much research on things mm-hmm. so that they, when they write, like, um, like you'd hope that people that write about um, Navy SEALs or something like that, like the romance novels, I guess, in a way, where like maybe they're more set in the Navy SEAL world a little bit more, that they would have like maybe done research on that. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, holy shit, like this guy has a lot of like space terms, science terms, bonus terms, like all this shit. I'm like, he must have done like a lot of research before even like writing this novel. Yeah. Because like he has a lot of facts in there. Oh, for sure. Stuff that like any, like obviously people that he's the um, audience he's writing to is obviously going to be people that probably know some of the stuff too, right? Oh, yeah. So the back of his book, um, I didn't know this, he built a career as a software engineer, which I don't really, um, but his lifelong space nerd and devoted hobbyist of subjects as relative physics, habitual, or sorry, or, orbital mechanics, and a history of manned space flight. He also makes the mean cocktail. So. Oh. Yeah. Well, damn. So he's got some pretty, like, high-level uh, hobbies going right? on. Right? Yeah. Like, relative physics. I, I don't even want to even look at anything that's related to physics. Right? <laughs> that's his hobby. Oh, that's... It just proves the fact that he probably did research and actually understood like probably everything he was writing down. Yeah, fair. Which to me is just like, oh, this world is awesome. I think yeah. I just talked myself into reading his other book. I know his new one that just came out sounds interesting. Wait, he wrote another one? How many books has he written? Oh, let's find out. When, when did this come out? I know it's- we were working at chapters when the movie came out. He just came out with like a new, oh, his new one is called Project Hail Mary. He also wrote Artemis, which was written after The Martian. I heard that one was pretty good. Um, yeah, but Project uh, Hail Mary just came out. Okay, so Project Hail Mary is that little expert excerpt from the back. Mm-hmm. So I just looked at the front of the book where it usually gives you all the like, this works fiction, this is copyright, blah, blah, blah shit. So this is a 2021 Valentine book mass market edition. They should really learn to make these books into like a normal looking fiction book, but I digress. Um, and it's, it's a copyright of 2011 and 2014. So the um, so clearly it does say that the ex- excerpt is from Project Hail Mary, which oh, okay. is 2021. Damn. So... They obviously, yeah, it, this came out in March 2021 for mom who calls me pickle and dad who calls me dude. Mm. <laughs> cool. That was, that was the beginning. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot there's a map at the beginning. I have to say, I think this is the first time I've ever, like, looked at a, um, a map, had no fucking clue, and then kept going, and then totally forgot about it. Well, shit. Because, like, when there's usually at the beginning, beginning of teen fantasy books, and there's a 
uh, map. I'm like looking at it, trying to figure things out. And then I like read and then I keep going back and forth to it just to kind of like get them in place yeah. as to where they're traveling and stuff. Totally forgot. Shit. Didn't think about it. Oh, but it still makes no sense to me. So <laughs> I don't think it would have mattered. But yeah, no. But there is a map at the beginning of the book. I don't know. If, did you have one at the beginning of your um, oh, I did virtual not. copy? I did not. You're missing out. Interesting. Totally used that every single time I read. What was the map about? Space? Um, Mars. Oh, cool. Like it, like it says Aries um, 3. Yeah. And then it's got Aries 4. Um, and then it's got a bunch of other shit in between. Um, oh, it shows where Pathfinder is. Wait, he was on Aries. Wait, it doesn't even show where Aries 4 is, though. I mean, 6. Wait, is he 4? Yeah, he's no, 4. No, he was 3, and then 4 was going to be the next one. <coughs> Sorry, bless me. Bless you. Actually, that was really weird when you say that. Okay. It wasn't. <laughs> um, okay, now I get it. Okay, Aries 3, Pathfinder. Um, and then it does mention... Asil Estadalia. I don't know how to say that thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just butchered the shit of it. But it shows, I think, some creators. I think they named creators or something like that. Uh, or like territories of creators. I don't know. But it when you look at the map, it doesn't look like it's super far. But um yeah it's far oh shit it's like from one side of the map to the other complete opposite sides because in my mind i was trying to like kind of imagine how far it was and in my mind i feel like it wasn't as far as it actually was yeah here i'll take a photo for you perfect none of you listening will ever see this but i'll send Lindsay a photo unless you have the book and you have it too then hats off to you yeah, because it definitely, yeah, it, looking at it now, now that I kind of like, you know, read the book, um, and I looked at it better, like, you can see some of the things that they were actually talking about. Right. So, okay. Okay. The Pathfinder, though. Mm-hmm. Oh. That was just, like, one of those, like, little, like, little things that, like, we've seen in movies like space movies or whatever I think are, so. like, like little like rover yeah machines. that's what like I put cameras on it yeah okay for like a video camera kind of thing yeah okay because that's what I was like picturing I was like I hope I'm thinking about this correctly so okay damn say love you okay but yeah I have nothing more to talk about in this book <laughs> I just like rec- I reckon I recommend it it's very it's very well written I really quite enjoyed it and I'm not a sci-fi person I probably will try I'm gonna look up his description of Project Hail Mary I don't yeah. I'll have to look up his other one but um definitely probably wouldn't recommend it to like I said before to 
not huge readers, um, they might not like it unless they are just into sci-fi, but I don't know people that are just into sci-fi, so that's probably not happening. Fair. <laughs> but yeah, highly recommend. Nice. A five out of five. What? Well, maybe a 4.5 out of five. Oh, I would give it a four out of five. Maybe 4.5. I say 4.5 because the super science-y stuff kind of went over my head. Yeah, same, same, same. But I brought her back around with the swear words. So you know, <laughs> I had to give them, you know. Always a plus, five. always a plus. Um, Let's get down to what people want to hear. I feel like they already heard what they want to hear, but let's tell them, tell them all the 20 million books you've read this month. <laughs> Don't you want to start with your, uh, my your, two? Your sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Kristen, I'll start with my teeny tiny little list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I did pretty well. It's no Kristen list, but I read two and a half books. Um, so I read, Oh boy, now I lost them. Um, so I finished The Burning Girls by C.J. Tudor. And that was a good book. Uh, again, one of my favorite authors. I think I talked a little bit about it last week or last month. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and now I feel like, oh yeah. So um, yeah, so that was a good book. Uh, huge, insane twist at the end though, which like CJ Tudor, I find does for me usually. Um, so if you like CJ Tudor books, great, read it. If you have not read any CJ Tudor books, I suggest you actually start with her other books, which I'm trying to run, uh, the chalk man, and then move on to the other people. Um, and then Mm -hmm. read the burning girls. Um, and then apparently there's another one that I'm going to read and it is the hiding place, but, um, always have good twists in them. So really good book, kind of creepy. Love it. Um, also read final girls by Riley Sager. I have had this book in my library for six years, maybe, uh, just chilling there. Finally read it. Yeah. Slowly making my way through my library. Um, and so good. Um, also kind of a pretty wild twist actually. Um, but the writing was just stellar and really, really like capturing. So, um, excited to start hopefully soon Riley Sager's second book. I don't know if it's her second, but, uh, them, sorry, Riley Sager is a, a, a male. Sorry. Um, uh, he has another one called lock every door. So I'm excited to start that one when I can't, um, other than that, I am currently reading The End of Her by Sherry Lapina. We've read her before on the podcast. Um, I'm reading The End of Her. Uh, had to, so borrowing this audiobook, had to return it. Um, and then I started The Martian. So I took a break from it. So picking it back up again, um, I'm almost like, I'm about a quarter of the way through. Uh, so far, really good, like super good. Um, kind of creepy, kind of like, there's another woman. She's blackmailing this guy who's married and has a kid, has twins. So, so far it's like getting really good. I feel like more shit's about to go down. So, um, yeah. So lots of thrillers that I've been reading. Uh, haven't really mixed it up too much from there. That is all your turn. 
Okay, so since the last time we chatted, I've read 21 books. Um, I have to say 99% of them are from the same authors. Only three <laughs> of the 21 are from different authors. Um, so the last time, I don't know if anyone remembered, I was reading that British series. So I finished that series off with the last two, A Brit Unexpected and A Brit Claire by Brenda St. John Brown. Um, and then obviously I read The Martian. So that's obviously included in my list that I did read. Excuse me. And then we go into Hella Na Hunting. So I'm pretty sure, oh wait, this would have been fall 2021. Sorry, we're not in fall 2020. Fall 2020, I bought two of her books from Costco actually. And I let my friend borrow them. And then she kind of went and borrowed some other books from home and Helena hunting from the library. And it became a thing. Then she got me into it and I was looking things up. And then I realized I actually had started reading this one series from her, not realizing it was from her. Because sometimes I get books off iBooks and sometimes I pay attention to the author. Sometimes I don't. I read so many off there. So I don't really always remember things I'll remember the story before I remember the author anyways so I started reading but I didn't clue in yet to this so I read the um, clipped wing series first and so the first one's called uh, cupcakes and ink second one's clipped wings third one's between the cracks fourth one's inked armor fourth one is cracked in the armor and the last one's fractured in fractures and ink um, so that one's like um, following tattoo in Chicago mm. and cool. uh, it's mainly following two guys really um, and the girls they obviously fall in love with but you know gotta love tattoo Um, and they're kind of dark they're not like happy-go-lucky like the girls and the guys all have like serious like trauma happening to them in their lives so um, they're not like not like those like dominatrix kind of like books or it's not one of those like happy fluffy books it's kind of like these people have some serious issues going on um and then I finished Pucked which is a hockey series out of Chicago um and the first one is called Pucked the second one is Pucked Up third is Pucked Over (laughs) Forever Pucked is the fourth. Fifth is Pucked Area 51. It's a little mini one. And then it's Get Inked. Get Inked is actually a hybrid between the Clipped Wings series and um, the Pucked Over. Um, hold on, I have to pause it for a second. My earphones are about to like crap out on me. Um, momentary break i need to fix my earphone situation dun 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 okay you're on my phone now okay um where was i i gaining or getting okay so then it's pucked under pucked off pucked love pucks and penalties so that's the puck series and then she's got um all I think it's called All In the series. Um, 
Yeah, all in. And I read A Lie for a Lie, A Favor for a Favor, and Secret for a Secret. Jesus. So I just started <laughs> reading those ones. I'm almost done that series. There's only four in there. Um, and if, we, if I keep on this whole hell not hunting situation, she's got a Lakeside series, a Shacking Up series. She's got standalone books. But I might need to change things up and actually start reading some thrillers because I got a couple recently that I probably should, you know, pay attention to. Dang. But I've read, yeah, a lot. I get, see, these, like, books suck you in. Because they're not just, like, standard books. They just, well, the pecked off. They, they got a lot of sex in them, too. But, um, I don't know. You just get hooked on one author and then just can't not read anything else but them for a little bit. Well, dang. That's quite a bit of reading. I have no life, so. No, you do. That's you just find time to read, too. Working out helps. Falling asleep. Except for I almost gave myself... I, like, fell asleep and smoked my face into my iPad. That hurt. This didn't fall on me like I sometimes read with my book up above my head and it falls on my face. I've done that a lot and I've done that with my phone by accident. But <laughs> having your, I never put my iPad above my face unless I'm fully awake because I don't want it to accidentally fall on me because I know I probably would actually do some damage. But this time I actually fell into the book. And by book, I mean my iPad. <laughs> Still hurts, but it's, not as painful as if it dropped from above but anyways that happened so yeah that's all i read that's all not much (laughs) so i'm at i think 91 books for the year holy girlfriend sorry 90 books for the year good job so and it's only mid-july and i have till december 31st to get the 200 mark so mm. if I keep going the way I'm going with all these hella hunting ones and then like the podcast and stuff, I think I'll like for sure get pretty close in the next little bit. So give me a goal and I'll try and achieve it. But, I mean, yeah. I'm impressed, honestly. Good for you. It, happens. it helps I don't really like date anyone. <laughs> oh boy trust me it's overrated well it gives me more time to read so there you go win-win <laughs> but yeah no so that's where i'm at but um yeah so if you guys want to see like again Lindsay and i are kind of bad at it right now but if you want to see what we're currently reading um or um reading for the podcast you can follow us at booze and books.podcast or sure. on our personals at kristen.shoe or um lynn.z yeah. l-i-n-d dot s-a-i-d and my the shoe part of mine is s-h-e-w um have to say as much as i love instagram i think when you get reading and all that stuff you kind of forget yeah. to um you forget the social media part of things so sorry guys (laughs) i guess we're more focused on the book part of it and like devouring it than the actual 
showing you guys sometimes. So we'll work on it, but uh, yeah, definitely follow us on those and you'll kind of get more of an update. Then I was just listening in here. Um, and you can also email us or no, email us. basically emails. <laughs> <laughs> at <laughs> books at gmail.com. at gmail.com. Next month. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You go. You go. I was just going to say, we have not discussed what we're going to do for the next month. So, TBD. Stay tuned for more. It took me forever to post this month because I literally realized on Monday that it was the 12th and I forgot to post. Because she has a life, guys, even though she tells us she doesn't. <laughs> and yeah, I should have posted it like two weeks ago. That's yeah, fine. But I totally forgot. And then I was like, oh shit, why does this still say this? And then I realized I didn't post it. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we will figure out what we're going to read. Um, I probably personally would want to go back to like a thriller or um, a teen fantasy novel. Well, there you go. Um, I don't want to, I'm reading enough chiclet. I need maybe not even teen fantasy. I think I need like a thriller in my life. Oh, okay. We can, we can do that. We got some thrillers. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm in for that. I, I need something a little bit murdery murder send us your pics guys yeah we can't do all the work around here geez exactly <laughs> give us some uh, good options to choose from and then we'll figure it out yeah uh, do it let you know on instagram i was gonna say let, let you know in the next episode <laughs> <laughs> the next episode will be whatever we pick yes. yes yes but most likely at this point gonna be a thriller from the way it's going but anyway i can I just imagine you doing the carlton i'm not i'm sitting down just kind of like waving my arms lola was playing with me and but maybe i'll try i don't even know what the carlton is i'll be honest like i know no actually i do know it Actually, yeah, I got it. I got it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it sitting down as best I can. (laughs) I don't know why. I just like thought you just automatically were doing it, but that was the first thing that literally, like, I could just hear what you were doing. (laughs) First thing that popped in my head. She's doing the Carlton, guys. She's doing it. Yeah, '90s reference there for anyone that needs. (laughs) For anyone that's younger. Yeah, exactly right. But um, yeah, no, uh, that's uh, the end of our podcast. <laughs> that's, that's the end. <laughs> that's it. We're not going to make any more. No, nope. that's that's all. <laughs> We're done. Drop the mic. Peace. For a second there, I thought there was like a little weird like rat outside, but it was a dog. Hmm. Sounds like an interesting night for you. There's just a lot of shit happening outside, apparently. Yeah, like legit. That car thing was really weird. Lindsay hadn't been recording the thing, so I'll fill you guys in before we log off this episode. But there's a dog park that my house sits on. And there's sometimes vehicles on it. Very, very rarely. And if it is a vehicle out there, it's like the city of Calgary kind of vehicles. But some 
young person drove their vehicle on there. I don't even know what the hell they were doing. And then I'm just watching him and his friend got out of the passenger seat and was helping him figure out how to back up, which I don't know why you need help figuring out how to back up. There's literally nothing there um, besides the mailbox. And he was not on that side and you wouldn't want to go towards that mailbox anyways. But I don't know what they were doing. I felt like going out there and telling them to get out of their car and like let me help them because like their skills. <laughs> there are people that are on the road with these people. But anyways, some action happened. That was the first in my life. I've been living here forever. That was weird. But I digress. Anyways, I'll stop talking now. <laughs> well, I guess we will catch you all next month.